Now when I spit it, I spit it so you get it The rhymes be simplistic, still the verses prolific Astonished with my words, the intelligence not a gimmick The flow is dummy proof, yet the dummies are trying to mimic My 16 sweeter than March and when I kick it The madness flow all through the bars just like a prison Me and my boys here, we putting on a clinic Rap and podcast both to be specific We out of your league like racing Lambos in a Civic We so terrific, gotta admit the kids are gifted We're destined to win like our success is monolithic Now it's time for 48 to begin, so let's get with it Adam thinks he's an engineer. Trust me, I don't think I'm an engineer. And uh, good, cause pie. you're not. Who's in the pie? I'm not an engineer. What the fuck does that mean? What does the proof in the pie mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's just been a saying, and I've used it. And like you're the proof in the pie, motherfucker. The proof is in the pie. That makes absolutely no sense for a saying. Do you think I should turn this fan off? Maybe like that started. Do you, from, think, like, do you think I should turn the fan off? I don't know. We talked about it before. I think it's fine. I just don't want to have that the flickering in the in the camera. If it is, I mean, we could turn it off. We could just deal with it. Yeah, it's fine. Turn it off. Yeah, I guess it's not bad in here anyway. That's no, not too bad. We just got people out there, but I don't think we're getting picking up that sound. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. So I think where our proof is in the pie came from is like some some criminal. I'm sure it has some criminal history. Like somebody brought like a, a pie to jail. Can we talk about how funny that shit is? Like, <laughs> how is that an actual plan? All right, listen, I'm in jail, right? I'm in jail. So I hit my woman up, right? Like, look, yo, I need you to bake me one of them whack-ass cakes you bake, but put a file inside <laughs> of it, right? And with that file, I want you to, like, bake it in a way that they wouldn't look in the cake. Yeah. Why would they not look in the cake? Well, think about it. It was innovative probably when it first started. Like, So law enforcement was just mad dumb? Yeah, probably. Do you think that like police and all that are like how they depicted them back in the day? Like real just remedial and <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not sure. that police are remedial, but sure they like the Barney Fives of the world. Like, come on, man. That was like you doing what I did last week. <laughs> That's why I'm holding it like this. I noticed I was fucking with the mic stand way too yeah, much. Yeah, I think that'll be the case. Let me just take this thing out of here. Proof is in the pudding, honey. That sounds like some shit that you would hear from your like your grandmother, and then like you always thought like oh man pudding like (laughs) that's all I thought like what the fuck do you mean grandma the proof is in the pudding (laughs) like that's another thing pudding pie like I've heard pudding before I've never heard pie what did you hear proof is in the pie um I don't know but there are pudding pies so and they're pretty fire so pie or cake pie well I like both you'd rather pie over cake no 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 you answered that quick. Both. I fuck with both of them. No, no. Let's. Well, what's better? Yeah, cake for sure. Cake is much better, right? Cake is much better. Pie is cool, but like it depends. There's I feel pies. like pie is like a specific occasion of uh, like type of thing. I'm also picky with my cake, though. Not picky, but there's like there's a lot. There's certain ones that I won't eat, you know. So there's. It depends. Like I'll take certain pies probably over certain cakes. As long as it don't got coconut, I feel like I might fuck with it. Anything with um, coconut is an automatic no, hard pass. I'll tell you the other one is carrot cake. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why people I'll like I'll eat it. carrot cake. I don't fuck with it. I like the cream cheese frosting, but like... Carrot cake don't is usually... Don't put any vegetables with my sugar. The best thing about <laughs> carrot cake is it's usually just not... It's not It's not dry. Like, I'll fuck with it because if it was a dry cake and it was carrots, I'd be like, yo, fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. Well, I don't know. I can't do it. It's not me. Can't do. I mean, that's fine. I mean, listen. There's a lot of foods I can't do, but I'm I'm willing to try most. 
Okay, here's my least favorite thing of all time. Flan. I don't like it either, actually. Flan is disgusting, dude. It's like a gelatin. It's a yeah. gelatin that takes 45 minutes to make. Fuck flan. Like, it, it, it's kind of like... Wait, uh, does it take that long? Oh, that's souffle. I have no idea. And I've never had souffle. I know flan resembles I wanted the souffle. Cheesecake, I, right? I, I saw G souffle it, so I wanted the souffle. <laughs> so I did the souffle, and then poof. Where's that, where's that from? Do you remember? No. Fresh Prince? Remember when he set the, fr- the, the kitchen on fire? Oh, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah. I saw G souffle, so I wanted the souffle. <laughs> so he said, I, I did a little bit of a poof, and I got, I got a poof. And then he's like, I, got a li- I put a little bit more in, and, and I got a bigger poof. And <laughs> For those who grew up in the 90s, man, you know about Fresh Prince. That shit is, you know, I'm sure somebody got that reference of our 114 subscribers. Probably. And since we've addressed the people, I guess we might as well introduce the show now. We could definitely do that. Uh, so, hello, everybody. My name is Adam. I'm your host. And this is the Kiona Why are you so formal with that? Hello, everybody. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> I mean, you know, you got you to gotta break the people in. We already have a show. They know who we are. We're abrasive. <laughs> this is how this works. Anyway, episode uh, 48. This 48? Week. Oh, uh, shit. As you can see, uh, we have Osama here, but no Dave. This Man week. down. Man, Man down. down. Um, you know, so, so shout out to Dave. Hopefully he, he feels yes, better. Yes, sir. You know? Feel better, Dave. You know, if you ain't playing hooky, then feel better, motherfucker. But if you're playing hooky. <laughs> Yeah. No, sure. I'm sure he isn't. Dave, you know, Dave wanted to be here for sure. He lo- he enjoys us just as much as we do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're just fucking around. We don't think you played hooky, but we do want a doctor's note. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be absent for more than three days. Please. Right. You get the, you get two days, but if you're at that third day, you gotta have that doctor's well, note. How do they come up with that? That's arbitrary as fuck, man. Like, well, um, three days in, we're going to want a doctor's There are certain things. Dude, I'd be sick for a week sometimes. There are certain things you don't want me back in the office with. Dude, they literally recommend if you're sick, don't come to work. But then they make it a thing that you have to come to work if you don't have a doctor's note. You think I'm trying to take five days off? I don't have any PTO. (laughs) How often when you get sick do you go to the doctor? really just depends on the severity of the sickness. I mean, like, just, I mean, for real. So... I don't know when usually you just wait it out <laughs> like I don't know men are I think men and women are maybe different in that regard but I know no, I think it starts that way and then the older you get men are more inclined to go to the doctor and get checked out women do not like to go to the doctor I don't understand why I know nothing about that I know oh well, that's true though because uh Vivi is pretty hypochondriac how, do, how does that how do I refer to her in a as a comp as a hypochondriac in the way I was referring to her before this sentence when I referred to her as a hypochondriac. I don't know. I know that didn't make sense, but the first time <laughs> I didn't know how to word it and it didn't make, and I was trying to like, whatever, uh, however so, you derive the word or, or make the word to form so into what you're saying that. She goes to the doctor for everything. No, she doesn't. So she's, she's a, scared of the doctor at the so same she's time. A I, that's what, huh? So she's a hypochondriac. I don't know what chondriac means. All I know is hypochondriac is when you're like go to the doctor for everything. I thought hypochondriac is when you're sick. You're sick. Uh, I thought hypochondriac was when you were um, constantly worried about something when you're getting like if you get a feel like you get like a symptom or something, uh, you automatically think you're dying, right? So the worst type of people are the people that check M- WebMD the second they get sick, and WebMD unfortunately that's my baby girl and I love her to death, but she definitely checks uh, WebMD literally every time. Like you're de- you know what's gonna tell you you have cancer? It's gonna tell you you're probably dying, or you might just have to take a shit. You're Dude, she's got like a hangnail. She like how do I get what causes of hangnail death? 
death. Oh shit! They literally give you every range of the spectrum. They're like gout. You could, <laughs> you could have just like, you know, tweaked and uh, something in your stomach, no. or you know, you could be fucking vomiting and diarrhea, death in two days. Very very graphic, but true. Uh, but no, I think I thought hypochondriac was one who feels like once they get a symptom, they automatically bring it to the worst case scenario. Should we stop sounding like the stupidest people potentially? Yeah, I'll, and I'll, figure I'll, look, that out? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah, we need to. Yeah. Um, make sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, and I've never heard the term hyperchondriac before. Well, hyper is like the opposite of hypo, so I just figured it's a thing. I could be wrong. Hypochondriac. Okay. Hypochondriac is a person who is abnormally anxious about their health, right? So that I think that would mean that they are once they do feel a symptom, it's to the like I said, the worst case scenario. Instead of I have a cold, I have looming death right. <laughs> yeah but I think it's because those people have more of an incl inclination to just run to the doctor and figure out what's going on okay so hyper let's I don't even I've never even heard that is it a thing you're, you're like super hyper about your, <laughs> your health <laughs> like you don't care at all about your health uh, what the fuck I just went to hypo again hyper hyperchondriac you know Google doesn't cooperate with you sometimes so um, but yeah I don't think there's a thing called hyperchondriac uh, there's hypercholesterolemia. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I didn't make this word up. You made that fucking <laughs> word up, dude. I knew what the fuck I was talking about. I didn't know if I was making it up. You know, it's well, yeah. Like, hy hypochondriac means that you are really nervous about your health. Everything that happens, you're freaking out. So I would think that the opposite of that is a hypochondriac, one who does not give a fuck about their health and could care how, less. Why would hypo and hyper be opposites? That's how it always works. I don't believe so. Yeah. Especially since that word doesn't exist. Not, not, <laughs> not hypochondriac in that sense, but I'm telling you. Well, either way, that I forget why we were talking about hypochondriacs, but um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you even remember why we you went know, to that? Um, I'd be lying to you if I said that I did. So yeah, I wish we can go back, but we won't do that either. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that, I I like that. That's always one of those things where I like. Um, I think the first time I remember learning of that was like in a Boy Meets World episode where uh, Corey, another sh throwback to the 90s if you remember that shit, uh, Corey had like, they had moved into the dorms and Corey thought he was dying because he oh, became yeah. a hypochondriac. <laughs> and that's when I first, I think, really learned of the term or understood it more. Yeah. And then you tried to make me confused about it just now, but uh, you're, you're the dumbass, not me. Excuse me. <laughs> no. <laughs> you made up a word and tried to make me believe it existed. Listen, I guarantee you, all you have to do is like start a movement for a word and it's in Webster next year. What what was the word that uh what's the ginormous newest ginormous or something like no, that? No, no, there was a real dumb word that just went out that there. That's a dumb word to put on there. Ginormous? G I mean ginormous makes sense. Why I mean sometimes like when you think ginormous settles that you don't need ginormous like that's just people who are stupid well when people <laughs> emphasize the fact that they want a large amount of money people can say i want a billion or a trillion but usually people say like a bazillion because that sounds like a lot more money than anything else anybody ever had and how many people have got that i mean exactly Proof but it's, in the pudding. but the, that is a dumb <laughs> dumb saying that is a dumb dumb saying <laughs> i like that you're such a dumb dumb like that like that that's a funny fucking way to talk to somebody but like don't be such a dumb dumb it's like, kind of demeaning in a way it is because you, you said dumb, dumb, dumb twice it's like a you, it's true. you said Two dumb times a dumb right like you're not you're not it's like you know how dudes started doing that oh you dumb dumb like <laughs> you used to be One just capital you, you used to be dumb but now you're dumb dumb you're <laughs> dumb, dumb. a dumb dummy <laughs> oh man you're a jedi jedi 
We miss you, Dave. <laughs> hey, you better watch this episode too, man. He's an old Jedi ass motherfucker. I hope y'all caught, caught the line in last week's rap, cause. Oh yeah, referring to the Jedi's referring and how the, stupid they are. How we don't mind tricks. I want all the smoke with Jedi's. What's up? <laughs> well, and then. I'm not afraid of your fluorescent, fluorescent lights. <laughs> I also looked up what the opposite of a Jedi was, and it was a Sith. So, no, the opposite of a Jedi. Oh well, I think in, they're in the movie. You know. No, man, all that shit's stupid. The opposite of a I'm Jedi not... is me. <laughs> you don't want to say that. So motherfucking ill. I feel like. <laughs> God damn it. Come on, bring it on. I don't even know who I'm talking to. Jedis don't even exist. I feel like the picture, Let Dave debate it. I feel like the picture that Dave paints about Jedis, you would never want to say that you're the opposite of Jedi. You would think, you know? you would think Dave was like a Jedi in the movie. Like Dave was like of that culture. You think it's like yeah. that culture of uh, like Dungeons and Dragons they had in that movie Role Models? <laughs> LARPing. <laughs> <And> LARPing. <laughs> it's a bunch of role play shit. I'm because I send my, I, my Emmy Center eternal resting place. I mean, I know that they are acting, but I know that there are people out there who don't believe they're acting. It's like people who think that re- wrestling, although very real in its athleticism and whatnot, isn't scripted. No, wrestling's real, bro. The only unscripted wrestling you ever seen was Stone Cold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> That's true. He said that. You know? And then it's just funny when you listen to him talk about like what he was saying on his way down the ring. <laughs> motherfucker, motherfucker. It's like, it, was, it was fuck every other word, probably. <laughs> He's like, that's just me hyping myself up, man. You really got to think about the fact that he flipped us all off every time he got in the ring. All four corners. Yes, but according to him, that was to give all the people in the audience a photo, a photo op. op. Right. No, fi- dude, I really want to start listening to his podcast because I think it would probably be really interesting. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. Do you, do you listen at all? Uh, I listened to little snippets. Like um, I started watching a couple of them, and then they gave particular segments, and he just he has everything broken up into segments. I'd like to see hear some of his stories because he was around. Dude, seeing some of those <laughs> pictures of Stone Cold with hair, yeah. dude, it's one of the it's some of the greatest shit I've yeah, ever seen the in best my life. Thing that ever happened he, in his career was him losing his hair. Oh, dude, he he wouldn't have looked like. Dude, you can't look like Fabio and be a badass like that. Fabio wasn't well, a badass. Fabio started, made fucking it's not butter commercials. He started off as. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Fabio. He started off as stunning Steve Austin. So, he was like a male diva, you know? It's kind of like how Game started off as a stripper and then became a rapper, you know? Like Cardi <laughs> So, his hair was so lux- <laughs> luxurious that he had to be like a fucking diva? And then when he started... He was, I, I would imagine like a Val Venus, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys Such uh, a hilarious uh, name. Game with those uh, early 90s, mid-90s wrestling things. Hell yeah. If not, you missed out. You should go back and watch. They're all on YouTube. No, Stone Cold would not have been as uh, intimidating with long hair. No. No, not at all. It's terrible. Imagine he comes down off the, off the ring or he jumps, steps on the turnbuckle and he flips his hair back and then he, <laughs> and then he flips us off. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, with Stone Cold? He can't Stone Cold stun nobody because his hair gets caught and everything and he rips it out because every time he tries to drop. Dude, that's the one thing I never understood with like uh, D-Generation X. You had fucking Triple H and John Michael. How do you have hair that long and wrestle? You fucking shits to your ass. Like, Yeah, I mean, it was a lot, but... They it worked for them, right? It didn't work. It wouldn't have worked for Stone Cold. Stone Cold like was supposed to be like, I don't know. The skull looked like his head. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was he, like, take this X-ray and make it my belt. <laughs> basically, so no, that that's 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 some funny shit. Like he did that. He, like if you think about it, the guy I would like to meet the guy who threw the beers. Yeah. He was on point, man. That guy always. Dude, that guy had an arm, and it was just like lobbing, and it was just always in his hand. You yeah. know, you got to give Stone Cold the credit to be able to catch two beers in one hand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. He had it down. He was like one right here, and then cut the other one on top. How? how <laughs> what percentage of those beers do you think he drank after he like cheersed and then poured it down the side of his face and in his gullet? Oh, he gullet. said he got a little buzz. Oh, I wouldn't on both, doubt on both it. Of those occasions, because he drank like five in a row, so that's like. Three beers, probably he banged. Well, it, you like also just finished wrestling match, like your adrenaline is. Oh, going you're in. you're dehydrated, so you're, it it affects you more. Yeah, I'm sure he got quite a few buzzes. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking dope, man. Yeah. That's why it made it so fucking off the cuff because he was already buzzed and drinking by the time he got there. <laughs> yeah, he's in the locker room. I always like when they're like, he's been drinking all night. <laughs> like, dude, you got to wrestle in an hour. <laughs> One beer, two beers. <laughs> you don't want to drink with Stone Cold. <laughs> you know what happens when you don't want to drink beer with Stone Cold, right? That's fucking dope. Yeah. That's the greatest like, like uh, threat. If you don't drink this beer, I'm going to fuck you up. But if you want to drink this beer with me, we could cheers like a motherfucking friend. <laughs> He's like, I'll still stun you, stun you afterwards, so it's not really going to make a difference, so you might as well drink a beer. <laughs> oh, my God. Stone Cold played football before, right? I don't know. I know The Rock did. The Rock? Know. Yeah, that's a lot of that shit. Like, I don't know. Remember um, they had that show when they first started like doing social – like, uh, like um, reality television yeah. with uh wrestlers remember where you can make it i forget what the name of it was called yeah they did it where it was basically tryouts and i Tough forget enough or something like that yeah that sounds that sounds about right that was pretty cool um i remember i wrestled in high school i remember that too i ref i wrestled freshman year of high school and um i didn't wrestle mu i didn't do much wrestling once we started wrestling other guys but I did a lot of the conditioning. And let me tell you, that conditioning is some of the most grueling shit I've ever been through. I don't think many, like maybe football players, but like, because uh, wrestlers have to make weight. So they got to be really on point. And like, the conditioning, I'm fine with. The reason why you would never catch me wrestling. I'm not going to be in a spandex fucking one. The, the singlet? Yeah, fuck that boy. Dude, my dick all out and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It looks like the most dude, uncomfortable thing. Dude, it's pr it, the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> because if you ever watch, there's this uh, there's this video of a combine. Uh, this fucking big motherfucker was uh, running the 40. <laughs> and he like, as he was running, his dick popped out the singlet, right? Oh, so he <laughs> fell on the ground. So his dick at the end, so his dick wouldn't show. But it was dude, like you like if you it, that shit just came out. It was like well, bam, like dead in the middle of this forty. And this dude's probably like six six, fucking three hundred pounds, fucking working with a monster, dude. He <laughs> <laughs> had a fucking wardrobe malfunction running his forty. Dude, those singlets are hilarious. I remember when I first seen it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I, it's pajamas and shit? Like, underwear? Like, with suspenders? What the fuck do you want me to wear this for? Like, I got to roll on around with another dude's dick all out, too? Like, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I respect the wrestling, and I think it's like, dude, they got to be super skilled, and there's a lot of strength and strategy, just like anything else. You got to respect it, but yeah, I just... I, 
No, nothing. no. I was like, wait, we don't do like pedigrees and DDTs. Like, what is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I can't why haven't I? Why haven't you taught me how to stone cold stun anybody yet? Isn't that's gonna be the finisher? What are you talking? What are you doing? Let's talk about how. Uh, like, stupid. dude, get up so I can give you the finisher. Talk about how stupid some of those. Like, okay, the people's elbow, right? He had like five minutes to swing his arm, <laughs> bounce from one side of the ring to the other off of like a, a kick. Like <laughs> the stupidest shit. And that elbow really, let's be honest, was pretty pussy. It didn't hurt people very much. All he did was kick his leg out like in a real fancy fashion <laughs> yeah. and then drop his elbow down. But like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it would hurt a little bit, but like it's not keeping me on the floor so you can pin me for three seconds. So the probably the <laughs> most, <laughs> yeah, right? Like what the fuck? I would say probably the most realistically dangerous, even though all of them have their dangers if you do them incorrectly, but the most dangerous probably, man, Tombstone? I mean, you've seen what happened, like, in the uh, when Pile Drive, the, when, when the, because that's like a, de- like a derivation of that, right? Yeah. But, um, and then maybe uh, the Powerbomb. Powerbomb, yeah. The powerbomb was you right fun. on your back. That's dude, that, that, dude, with momentum from like they toss you up and then slam your ass down. <laughs> there's no, and the, dude, the way they got to fall like so flat on their back yeah. because this, you know, everything it becomes more um equally distributed in, in like in terms of the impact. Yeah. Dude, if you fall incorrect, fucking your whole shit up. Yeah. Wrestlers and the fact that wrestlers are I just found out are 1099 employees like where the uh independent contractors, they have no insurance, none of that. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up. Fucked up. Can you imagine getting injured? Oh, sorry, bro. And yeah, because they don't want to pay those premiums for these guys. Hell no. I get it. High. I get it though. Why? There's no way. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like. But all those people, like, in the, especially in the Attitude Era, like that's where everything blew up. Like, not necessarily blew up because I mean, obviously, you know, back in the day, wrestling was huge too, to some degree. But uh, you started filling out like crazy stadiums and the amount of money they were bringing in was allowing them to do like huge revamping oh, processes and it, it grew exponentially in the 90s like 100 percent like because yeah. before that you had like the wcws and i think you had wwf but it was um it was like uh just very small scale right yeah. because they were competing wcw used to be bigger than the wwf yeah and i think once vince mcmahon came along he was like such a fucking like extraordinary like marketing genius when it came to the to, yeah, to how to a, create that. About that oh you got to give him 100 percent credit he may be a fucking asshole in real life but um yeah like his his just like i like you know how we talked about how people hate on like the kardashians like yeah they may be like who you don't like but dude you got to give them 100 percent credit on how they understood how to you know market themselves or use situations that people found to, to be negative yeah. to do positive to make it a positive for themselves and i don't know you know people don't really like vince mcmahon apparently outside of it yeah. but you know he dude he's made many people money uh, millions of people probably a lot of money yeah. not millions thousands you know he's brought a lot of people's lives and changed them differently like I, I get it you know it's not ideal in terms of a work situation but yeah you know opportunity is opportunity well, that's why stone cold was as an antagonist worked so well oh it was so great he was like the one that would challenge everything about vince mcmahon he give a fuck about vince mcmahon I, I was watching one the other day where he literally uh stone cold stunned everybody in the mcmahon family one by one as they came down the last one was linda mcmahon <laughs> <laughs> that's dope he, she was like oh well why did you stun my husband vince he's like 
he's a piece of trash. <laughs> he was like, oh, but my son Shane. He's like, well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Your son's a piece of trash. <laughs> and then just went down the line. Off. Yeah. Oh, man. No, those were the That's days, man. I, I definitely fuck with all that shit. But, yeah. you know, uh, like when you look back, I can watch the stuff from back in the day. I can't watch it from now or the, the current. Uh, wrestling shit because it just doesn't look the same it it's super manufactured and, yeah, and then all that i'm not fucking with it really i'm sure everybody from our uh, age group age range probably growing up watching that did the same thing but i just remember constantly doing these moves oh dude each other yeah that was <laughs> dude dangerous we could have killed each other for, for sure if you think about like the shit that you would we would mimic when we were children yeah. like dude <laughs> We'd be like in the backyard, fucking doing a entrance, doing an entrance theme songs. Dude, <laughs> like the the pool was the greatest place because you can do you could you would attempt all the moves on each other and um, like you think about like back in the day, like how little security people thought of, right? Like think about there was it only just became a law to wear your seatbelt like in the early two thousands. Yeah. Before then, it was literally you didn't have to wear them at all i remember when they first started giving seatbelt tickets i got a seatbelt ticket i was like what the fuck is this i gotta say things things ran a little bit more smoothly before they started being secure about uh, before yeah before everything became so like you know yeah what's the word i'm looking for Stupid. monitored you know <laughs> like everybody everything was regulated and shit you know people smoked in and every people smoked in planes people smoked in old country buffet or at other restaurants too but the best part about it was there was a smoking and non-smoking section right like the like that little cloth Yo, divider was make a difference fucking thing I've, I've, smoking or non-smoking non-smoking please okay we'll sit you right here next to this wall over right like it would literally area. be this much distance between us and you'd be puffing away everything above <laughs> Up here is open. <laughs> it was the stupidest fucking thing of all time. Fucking sitting in planes, fucking smoking cigarettes. Like, dude, this is a place in the sky that's flying freely. What are you doing? You just gonna light up? <laughs> fucking people, dude. Yeah. You would have been. A, you definitely would have been a uh, plane smoker back in the day. No, if I was gonna. No. You no. fucking kidding me? If that I dude. Smoke, I don't smoke in my car anymore. Yeah, know, but like, that's not your car. That's a plane. It's not your plane. You're just paying for the ticket. Yeah, but dude, it's, it's, it's the culture was to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Like nobody thought of the idea some of place that like they would have a smoking and non-smoking section. What? <laughs> yeah, right next to each other? No, I doubt it. But maybe they have those. Like, that's probably true. But like, <sighs> they probably didn't. But they probably should have. It was the culture that because the truth commercials didn't start coming out like people weren't battling big tobacco and if they were it wasn't on a large scale. Yeah. So back then people didn't think about the health of health um, the health effects of it or that there were you know people just saw it as like everybody smoked you know yeah. and uh, that numbers drastically shut down that's why you got to stop too but um yeah you should yeah. but um but I mean dude there's no way you t you would definitely be smoking in a in a um. What you looking at? Oh, no, just, oh. no, you definitely would smoke in a plane. You'd be that dick. Right? I'd be like, sir, can you not smoke next to me? It's Let's not see. against the law, is it? Free country. <laughs> Motherfucker, fuck you. I wouldn't stand, stand out as a dick who's smoking on a plane because everybody would be smoking on a plane. Right, right. That, and that's, I guess that makes a sense. Too. Nobody would like look at you anyway because most people did it. Yeah. Right? Like, dude, as you got older, you just started smoking cigarettes. It was like rite of passage, it seemed like. That's fucking weird. Right? Yeah. Like, rite of passages. All right, now I can smoke tobacco. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. 
Not something I should have picked up doing, but it is what it no, is. No, but you can give it up, man. Yeah. It's not hard, dude. I mean, I know it's hard, but it's like, what's you know yeah, what's you, hard? You just gotta dude, all you got to undo is like think about, okay, well, if I don't, the effects are terrible. You have to want to do it. If you don't want to do it and you're just like forcing yourself to quit, you're not going to You're just playing yourself. Yeah. yeah. So. No, you got to want to then. <laughs> <laughs> then why don't you want to, motherfucker? I like smoking. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Whatever. You know, I mean, yeah. to each his own. I ain't, I ain't tripping. Should we talk about something real? <laughs> yeah, probably. I was just going to get to that. What we, we got? got we, had a, we had a little trip down memory lane. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I don't really know uh, any major things that happened this week. I don't think too much did. I know uh, there was some new music that came out. Yeah. Oh, NBA draft. Oh, the draft happened. I want to say that I really enjoy. I didn't watch it because I just don't have like I'm. I cut the ties of cable and all yeah, that. Yeah, either way, I um, wouldn't watch the whole thing. No, but I watched a lot of clips, and I want to say that this is one of my favorite drafts I've ever seen. Like, all I know, I know most guys are usually emotional during a draft and whatnot, but this one should displayed so much, such a different side of it. Yeah. Like the players were genuine, and and it was ju- it just seemed really nice. Like I enjoyed it a lot. It seemed like a different atmosphere than usual to me, That's but good, I could be wrong. It's not very many things that, as time goes on, the NBA gets better at. Well, I will say the NBA is definitely getting better in terms of uh, its its progressiveness, right? Compared to other leagues, yeah. especially. You know, Adam Silver is definitely a champion of he champions the the players of of the league he's he's there for them i think yeah. you know what i mean they're, like they're very you know when it comes to racial issues and things like that they're on the, the side of the right right you know what i mean yeah. they, they stand on the side of right well and, they watch football and they don't want to be nfl yeah you don't want like you see what's the demise of the nfl but people are fucking short term they'll fucking people got the worst fucking like memory you know yeah that's the worst shit. Like, history is lost on people like a motherfucker. I hate that shit. But, like, I was going to say that, you know, they allow their coaches to be outspoken and their players to be outspoken and their marquee players to especially be, you know, active in community and things like that. Um, but the fact that, like, yeah, that pisses me off that the NFL is going to become I, – I, I think football is a great sport. I just can't fuck with the league. Yeah, you know, I don't know. but I, but that's that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> um, I I think that that's why I think the the NBA is getting better and it's and it's I think some things are not, are gonna be a little bit whatever. Like he's talking about like a mid season tournament yeah. or something, which might be cool, but that just adds to the element of maybe you might get injured for no reason, unless it's now become like a, a coveted thing, right? You yeah. you want that championship trophy for whatever that that thing is. Which honestly, I mean, I think they should. Dude, the, the stars sh- should be the first ones lining up to participate in these big <clears throat> events. Agreed. Uh, the fact that LeBron has never been in a dunk contest is something that's always been like, the fuck, you know? Yeah, I think he definitely should have back in the day. I mean, when you're young and he's got the sp- he had the springs and like, I mean, it's well, he, been- they probably asked him what when he was like. Oh, he's probably been. He probably was year. asked many years in a row, but you know, yeah. he never really decided to do that. That's fine, no, whatever. That's okay. But. Uh, the draft I did enjoy. I thought it was nice. I thought that you know the I, I, the Bulls made some moves that I'm hoping become uh, a little bit of some momentum for us to 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 move forward. Maybe. Um, I mean, like I said, we have on paper a decent team, but the execution isn't there, and I think it's because the coaching is terrible. I'm gonna give Boylan a different another year because he seemed to change the culture. I'll I'll admit that he seemed to change the culture from what it was with. Uh, 
fuck is dude's name? Hoiberg. That terrible fucking coach, man. <laughs> fuck that motherfucker. Dude, he doesn't deserve to be in the NBA as a coach. Yeah. He's a college coach. And that's fine, man. Some coaches just don't. Dude, some players don't translate from college to the league. Yeah. Some coaches don't translate. Just because he played in the league for so many years doesn't mean that he he's qualified to then coach in that league. Well, that's the same thing with, like, college players to turning NBA, you know, like it doesn't always translate. And that's that's so. what I'm saying. Like Zion, as much as there's some, there's high, heavy, heavy hype behind uh, Zion doesn't mean that that is going to come to fruition. I don't think he's going to be a buzz. <clears throat> no, I don't think so. I think he's going to be something. Uh, I just don't know <laughs> how, 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 uh, how far it goes. And I mean, he may develop, yeah. you know, He's. I, I think he will. I mean, he seems to have a, a good handle on the game, and he's he's. It's it might be a bit of a wake up call for him that he can't be as dominant in the NBA now as he was. You got all the best players in, in the states in the world at this point. Like right, as you were saying, they became pro- progressive and they have people from all over the world in the NBA now. Yeah. Um, no. I, and that and that's that helps. Like, I mean, there's so many – the talent pool is deep now, yeah. right? And it's not as hard to get into the league as it – I mean, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. But because of exposure based on social media and all that, yeah. like, that allows for a little bit more of an advantage and springboard to the league, you well, know? Even these, like, cable packages that they offer now where you can get, you know, unlimited streaming of all the college games. You know, you can – you can watch and like choose who your favorite players are and you're paying more attention to it because you have more uh, availability to it and now like your favorite players are hyped up and you're voting for them and their uh, things and you're watching and I don't know it raises their stock dude we we spoke about this before I think like um the idea that you can watch your your favorite players on Instagram and their stories directly from their phone yeah. is something to be said about that. The idea that you can now build relationships based on oh shit, I do that. Oh, yeah. I eat breakfast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and like they could be eating breakfast at the Four Seasons, but you know we're both eating breakfast. And they'll interact with you a lot. You know, like if you're that's what I do. I like you were your point on Twitter. I really thought was pretty pretty accurate because they do they do seem to go back and forth. I don't do too much interaction. I just kind of follow and watch people's tweets yeah but i noticed that even with you you know you get some some retweets or, or you've you know you've interacted with a few different people yeah. which is pretty cool you know yeah. and that wasn't a thing back in the day so now that that is be, be, makes you more of a fan and more invested and more you know whatever with them and maybe vice versa right you feel they feel maybe a little bit more pressure to add, to to perform because of the the relationships they feel like they've built, built with their fans yeah maybe i mean honestly if your your dream and your goal is to make it's an NBA. You need to be focused on performing in the first place. So yeah, I mean, you definitely have to do a lot of like, I don't know. Uh, it's the, the the prep that it takes to get into the league. You have to be super dedicated. So oh, yeah. you know th- it, that hasn't changed at all. I'm not saying that you have to be that you can be less of a lesser of a player. Although hype does mean something, right? Yeah, like sure. the players like uh, LeBron's. Um, like LeBron and his son and D-Wade hitting his son and Shaq and his son, yeah. right? Like, the name helps, but your skill has to be there, too, because Michael Jordan's son never did anything, right? Like, yeah, but then think about it. If you're a legacy player, right, you have all the resources that were available to your your predecessor, right? 
So you still have access to these trainers, and you know you're probably working out with your dad. Dude, having your father as a fucking coach, yeah. And uh, their father was a champion player, a championship player, and all these things. Or he, you know, maybe maybe he was just a role player, but he worked with like some of the higher talent, and you know, helped. Like it didn't translate to him, maybe because. You know, whatever the case was, he never made the superstar. But now you have all the tools that you need. Right, dude. Like, what he didn't know, you know. Yeah. Right? That's why, like, Del Curry, right? That's a perfect example. He was what he was. You know, great player, but it is what it is. Steph now, huge. Yeah, I mean, his player, his dad was his dad was a good player. But, like, again, we don't know because social media wasn't around. So we don't know. We don't see as many clips as you will see of Clay and all these people because these motherfuckers are – everything they've done is recorded. Even when they go play – I just seen a clip of a Chris Paul crossing over, like, 10-year-olds at a park. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> exactly how I would be. I would cross – dude, I find it hilarious. Like, they got to learn eventually. Hey, he's big mad, though. Nobody wants him. Every. Yo, whatever whatever turmoil is happening in Houston, I think first of all it was caused by this year's playoffs, um, but also their their lack of success. Yeah, I'd agree. I think so, uh, I don't know what it was, but something put a strain on Harden and, and Paul. So, Paul is a, Paul is already uh, known to be kind of difficult to deal with. Yeah. And I think that maybe because of the fact that he is, you know, the president of the uh, the, pre- the 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 players union, yeah. players association. Excuse me. Well, I heard something like, "Oh, uh, Harden was like he's trying to he tries to coach me out on the floor type of thing, and he's just like shut the fuck up, give me the ball." Did you see that clip of him trying to dap him up and Harden slapping his his uh, his his fist away? <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I mean, listen. I feel like he can be a bit of a diva too. Who Harden? Yeah. Most definitely. I think he uh, when he left. Uh, okay, see, there was something that put a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Um. Well, because he was the one they decided not to keep. Yeah, OKC should have kept all the motherfuckers, dude. They would have won championships for sure. Yeah. I think they win one or two. They would have been a really good they, team. They, they should have had at least It maybe would have changed the course of the Warriors' path. Yeah, probably. You know, because the Warriors probably wouldn't have been as successful because now with that three, that trio, when you got Harden, Durant, and Westbrook, and you now are rec- are going against, you know, the Currys, well, the had, Draymonds. Like, and, oh, that team was stacked, dude. Yeah. That team was stacked. Um, and now, I mean, can the Warriors withstand that now? Because that's a bigger team that does the same thing. Yeah. You know? Although Harden maybe wouldn't have developed as much had he not gone on his own. You know, maybe he uh, wouldn't have because he had to develop the leadership mentality instead of one of three. This is true, but I mean, he's like, I, I put him in a in a category similar to Kobe Bryant, where, you know, the sharing the ball isn't your number one priority. You're trying to get the ball in the hoop. Right, right. You know, like, but but that's why he that's why he has to be that way now. I think before then he wasn't that way. I don't know. It was just it was weird. Um, I thought they would have had. I don't know, like, wait, Carmelo, did he uh, officially sign with the Rockets for a while? He did, right? Yeah, he was with the Rockets for, uh... I see no reason that... I forget Mello, how long, but he got... and Harden couldn't... Because Melo isn't what Melo once was. I think Melo's done in the league, man. Melo is unofficially retired, for sure. I'm calling it. Yeah. He just didn't yeah. declare it yet. Like, Michael declared bankruptcy? Yeah. I declare bankruptcy! <laughs> that... That's that's not nothing. But I yelled it still. That's not nothing, sir. <laughs> you didn't get the job done. Dude, The Office is such a great show. <laughs> like, I, I've tried to find ways to get people to watch it, right? Like, 
But okay, so Vivi will do make the mistake of like, okay, this is a good episode. So she'll try to introduce it to somebody with just one arbitrary random episode in the middle of the of the the series. And what I find is you can't. Just like any other show, you got to build rapport. Because if you jump into the middle of the office, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> this racist, ignorant boss they got. Like, <laughs> like what do you got me watching? Fuck Dude, this God show. It's definitely the worst human being. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but if you start from the beginning, you understand who he is almost at a, a, from the from the from like the jump yeah. because he, he introduces himself and now you start to like understand the characters <laughs> he had everybody put a different race on there. oh my god dude he's such a fucking <laughs> asshole for that he put uh i think he put um on kelly he put indian and then i think he also put black on stanley <laughs> like you're fucking such a dickhead man he's like that wasn't um, that was by mistake or that wasn't on purpose or whatever no like that show is really good and i think I, I would say it's underrated, but I don't believe so. I do think that there are a lot of a lot of people that, kind of like me, I don't really watch a lot of shows that people like. Oh man, that that's gonna be that's the shit. Like, yeah. wasn't a Game of Thrones guy, like, but that's because the topic of it and like the whole subject matter is not for me. But like, I think there's a lot of naysayers about the Office because there's so many uh, yay sayers about the Office. Yeah. It's the fucking counterculturists, right? <laughs> Which is fine, but like, I think that show really would, if everybody gave it a chance, everybody would love it. Yeah, it's just that fucking funny. The 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 humor. I've never met somebody said, "Oh, that Office wasn't isn't for me." No. Although, have you tried watching the the British version? No. You? Yeah. I don't it's whack. Yeah, it's not. It's not the same. <laughs> I like British accents. British accent. You sound like I mean, you're from London. I am from London. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big Ricky Gervais fan. Uh, Ricky Gervais is funny-ish. <laughs> right? Funny-ish works. Like yeah. he's not always funny, but you can catch him with some good jokes and some some decent humor once in a while. I'll I'll say. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Suppose. Not a not a big. I suppose. Not a big fan of that. Uh, uh, opposite shout out to Glenn. Yo, opposite shout out to Glenn. You know. Um, when was the last time I heard from him? Like two weeks ago or something like that? I haven't heard from I haven't heard from Glenn in a while. I don't know. Glenn's the type that'll text message you, yo, and then you won't get one back after you True. said what's up. Yeah. But like, dude, why are you texting me? Just to, I mean, it's cool. I'm glad I know you're alive. Um, I'm trying to see something. So real fast, you know, just you guys go ahead and if you have Glenn's number, send him a text. Yo. Opposite shout out to you. Well, no, no. Oh. See, first of all, if <laughs> what if he just got mad text messages <laughs> that were opposite shout outs? <laughs> see if he responds first, right? If he responds, then. How many people do you think that subscribe with Snow Glenn? Uh, I don't know. I, I would assume a decent amount, to be honest. Really? I would assume very little. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we have, we have a lot of mutual. Dude, support. all the opposite <laughs> shout outs of him uh, to Glenn, like, people are probably like, dude, that guy sucks. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be his friend. <laughs> you know how it is. If you've been following us. It's all love, but it's still always opposite shout out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> dude, the um, weather's changing again. The weather machine, dude. dude the weather sucks. I'm not done. Dude, it's that. been like, I saw something the other day that said it's like, uh, what is it? Spring? No, no. It was like fall in the morning, spring at 10 o'clock, summer at 2 a.m. or 2 p.m., and then by 6 o'clock it's winter again. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, for real. Like, I don't I, mind it, though. These are great nights to sleep. Although I'm sweaty a little bit today, I was going to say, you know. I mean, we don't have the fan on, the windows are closed, the lights are on. That's true. Try to give you the best acoustic sound that we can. Maybe. <laughs> um, outside of, of the, the draft... Ben, Ben, Ben. Not a whole lot of <laughs> ben, 
Ben, Ben, Ben. Ben's the man going to work. Dude, that was one of the funniest commercials of all time. They're not going to know what the fuck we're talking about. Unless you do know what we're talking about, in which case, you know, shout out to you. Listen, I, I got to assume that a lot of what we talk about, people understand it. But then, like, we go on. Tra- There's a lot of things that go on, like our little brotherly, like, <laughs> like, oh, no. We haven't done it as much as I thought we would on the podcast, though. I'll say that. Like, But I think because it's only us two right now, like, the back and forth is that just in a, in a smaller, yeah. smaller uh Sample size. Yeah, the only reason why I'll say opposite shout out to Dave today is because I could have slept another hour. You know what I mean? Like, word. <laughs> I mean, I was up early anyway. I, I mean, I, I had like a few hours sleep, but yeah. you know, <laughs> fucking. What can you do, man? What else we got on this docket? What you got? Uh, not not a whole lot of like news related things. I man, I know there was something. I just can't there remember. Probably was, but um, there was something I wanted to talk about. Like, I didn't like. I wanted to go on a rant. Trump decided to, to not buy my Rand. Yeah, I, I, you know, you got to think he's got some ulterior motives for that, but... I always do. He always does. <laughs> I mean, most people have ulterior motives. This is true, but it's when you're when it's the president of the United States, it's a little harder to, to swallow, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, dude, why are you doing that? Come on, man. Not cool, not cool. <laughs> no, no, not that, not that. <laughs> I want to play with a with, with a penis. Like, no, 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 not that, not that. <laughs> touch a and, uh, touch a penis. <laughs> Family guy is so fucking stupid, man. Yeah, man. Oh um, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't, I thought there was more. I know Kendrick, oh, Kendrick Lamar had a birthday this week. Kendrick Lamar had one. Oh, shout, shout out, out to Kendrick. uh this was the two year passing uh, a couple days ago of Prodigy. Oh. Uh shout out to P man, the yeah. one you got your whole style from. Yes, yes, rest in peace. Rest rest in peace, sir. You know, gone too soon. Like many, like yeah. many. But you know, we we you know, we we miss your raps, we miss your presence in the culture. So yeah. there, much much love to to Prodigy and much love to Havoc, man. For, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I love yeah, that Havoc. Uh, Havoc still posts, you know, his brother's shit, you know, because that's fucking dope, man. His love. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, they worked together for so long. Oh, like, dude, they were, they worked for they were children, man. Like teens, fucking working together. So, for me, that 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 says a lot. Like, I think the fact that he still does his thing. Yeah. Oh, did you ever did you hear that story about Andre the three uh, Andre the three thousand Andre three thousand oh, uh, airport in the airport playing. The flute <laughs> yo andre shut the fuck up <laughs> no no man <laughs> trying to take a nap <laughs> like hey wait man for my, wait for my flight it, uh, can you imagine i'm the black sheep i'm the real black sheep i'm the black sheep i'm the real black sheep <laughs> no like i think that and the girl said she thought it was him and she went asked him and it was him that's really funny man that's but funny. like that just makes you see how such a like he's such a normal person but not normal at the same time <laughs> right because it's not normal to be just be walking through the airport with a flute but any normal person would not be three you that. wouldn't assume three stacks is doing that no you would not. assume he would be in the studio making one great verse for the year and then going to sleep he for the rest of the whatever year whatever the fuck he feels like now like i'm just gonna go to the airport and play this flute I don't have a flight to catch today, but you think he was like he's like a bear? He just makes a like a verse a year, like every six months, and goes and hibernates. <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking honestly, the the last few years of like featured verses that he came out with have been great. Dude, he's he always kills features. I don't think he ever releases another album. Unfortunately, probably not. It would be nice. Probably I not, think unless, that'd be great. They did like an Outcast reunion. 
Well, I mean, don't they? Oh, they they are nest. They don't really uh, fuck with each other right now, right? I have no idea to be honest. They have a complex relationship, man. They do because Andre can still rap, but he doesn't. And uh, fucking big boy wants to rap, and he knows Andre can still rap, but he doesn't. <laughs> so like, he's like, dude, he's I want to continue to rap. <laughs> <laughs> and then he made a uh, Sir Lucius Left Foot was a uh, big boy's uh, album. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, it. Wasn't too bad, man. But it's just like this isn't Outcast. I mean, it's the Outcast derivative, right? For sure, but. You know, at the same time... Yeah, it always sucks to see those dynamic duos have falling out, you know? But, I mean, I don't know. I thought they, like... That's why the Prodigy Havoc thing was so... It's so dope. Yeah, absolutely. Their their ability to remain, you know, as good as they are with each other or as good as they were. Yeah. You know? For sure. Be consistent for so long. I, I will say Blood Money was a terrible project. Blood Money wasn't great. I mean, I mean, there's our... our there are most uh, most artists are gonna have albums that you don't agree with, right? Yeah, but, but if that's what they wanted to make, or remember, there's artists that make albums just to like get out of um, label obligations, you know? Do you think that le- lends any credence to like the Slaughterhouse breakup with Eminem being a problem? Well, I mean, you've watched a lot of that you that uh, Joe Budden podcast when he discussed it and everything, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying like. Blood Money came out on G Unit Records, and Shady was the the house for that. I was shocked that up to like Mob Deep kind of being at the tail end of like, but they weren't right. They weren't. It was just they had lost a lot of buzz, and I think it was a last ditch. It was just like Gary Payton going to Miami, or or Carl Malone going to uh, the Lakers, right? Dennis Rodman being at the Lakers, Charles Barkley going to the like. It was a last ditch attempt to to. Uh, to find relevance again. Although later on, because of social media and, and and all that, people found more found them again, right? As they rightfully so, they always had their fan base. Yeah. Um. So I don't. Maybe there's something to that, but that slaughterhouse thing. Because I always chalked it up to Eminem's incompetence as a as a well, uh, so, artist developer. So what I'm saying is, eh, I don't think it's from an artist development standpoint because they all had like Joel Ortiz maybe the newest one out of all that. Oh, I'm I'm talking about like, but we've so, we've discussed so it. I'm Who has Eminem like, cultivated, or what artist has he cultivated to become a, a a real fucking star? Yeah, I don't know. Like Obi Trice had had potential. Um, yeah, but he didn't do anything with that. Yeah. Look what uh, look what Fifty did with all of G Unit. Like Lloyd Banks, Yayo, and Buck were fucking so on top guess, of the world. I, I guess I would have to know how much involvement M had in the project. Well, he just because Blood Money that was the only album they put out under G Unit Records. Like. I don't. I would assume that M didn't have much, and but I want to look up how much what like who produced a lot of that because I would say it probably was Havoc, but I feel like Eminem is the type that is wanting to put his stamp on something even if it doesn't work if it's forced. Yeah, you know. Well, that's why, because, I mean, I, I, he definitely had a hand in their project somewhere. And, you know, he's a very creative... Uh, he wants the, the control as a creator. Agreed. And that's what... Uh, didn't Joe say that? They made something, they'd send it, they'll not right. change this. So that's what I'm wondering, like, is he toxic to the to the acts that he signs? Like, performing on your own and then developing talent around your, your roster is a little bit different, so... I think that... I don't know, man. I, I I honestly really feel like Eminem just doesn't. It's weird. He as much as he's in the culture, I don't think he understands how to bring people. Like how to. Um, I don't even know how I want to say this. 
<laughs> I don't. I, I have. I honestly, it's just his inability to do to cultivate talent or to bring talent out from somebody who it, like already has it in them. Yeah. Right. Without feeling like he's taking away from himself. I do feel like he's a selfish uh, artist. Yeah. We've talked about this plenty of times. Yeah, I would say so. You know, but talk. I want to try to see if I can um, find who who produced uh, Blood Money real quick. Yeah. Um. No, I don't know. I mean. You, I would think that M would be somebody who's easy to work with. Like, Dre's been with him for so long. Uh, and then pretty much... Who, who was really signed to Shady back then who's still there now? Not very many people, right? Because, uh, I mean, D12, they don't do anything anymore. They try to do, like, solo projects and shit. But I don't D12 know. hasn't done anything in a very long time. Even Bizarre uh, uh, apologized to Joe Budden. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He's trying to do some... Um, solo like jumping on features and shit who bizarre yeah i mean good i mean go ahead do your thing man i mean i may do shit for you and then i would say caniva is working on something uh he put it on twitter he has maybe a new project releasing soon um so they had uh the alchemist chad beats dre uh exile fredrick uh havoc jr wrote him so there are there's no eminem anything uh anywhere near here so he didn't do too much it seems and the executive producers of 50 and Shaw Money. So I think that that's there. So M didn't have any. Uh, so that that's how that bring leads lends itself to my argument that it just is, you know, it was not the right time for Mob Deep to be exposed. Even though 50 Cent's star was so high, it didn't help anything, yeah. right? So maybe it's that way. 50 did try, but maybe it's the same thing with like the slaughterhouse to eminem right but eminem had no hand in blood money but like the same correlation to the two right right the star magnitude didn't translate over to them yeah you know what i mean and maybe that see that's what eminem failed to realize i think you allow slaughterhouse to rap the way they want to rap and bring out the product they want to bring out right and then you just exactly but all you have to do is magnify how it's heard or who it's heard from and like yes give me a a platform to make it uh even larger but don't fuck with the product itself Right. right and he didn't understand that he wanted his stamp on it and i think where the quarrel or the conflict came from is that when he would bring they would, he would bring it back and I want this on there. Royce Crook, too too loyal to Eminem to debate that right, and that t- that fuck with the product right. Joe saw that Joel being such a neutral person it seems. I think he was like you see even till this day he's very you know I want oh did you see that Crooked Eye released um, Crook's Corner with uh, Royce? I gotta watch that. Maybe we should watch yeah. that after this and see what they're talking about. Yeah. But um, yeah I I think that Eminem and it's and his ability to uh, forego his ego in order to develop artists you know at the detriment of his development or whatever he's doing at that time is is very low i don't think he has the ability to do that yeah you're probably right it's a i mean what it is what it is like a player to a coach kind of thing you know it doesn't always translate uh his star power was great and he broke a lot of barriers when he first came in but being able to help develop other talent what did joe say but we didn't get your star power and its magnitude right like yeah i mean it, and that's in that way like well, that's the thing, because, I mean, you look at each of those individual artists, like, Crook's been around for a long time. Uh, fucking Royce has been around forever, you know? So, what do we just talk about? Like, sometimes coaches don't, because Hoiberg played in the league doesn't mean he's able to coach in the league. Right, exactly. Right? So Eminem, just because he's a rapper for so long doesn't mean he can be a uh, a 
I don't know. What what am I looking for? Like, what's the word where what I'm trying to find to Thinking like concierge these guys? Yeah, I mean, for lack of a better term, not that you're their servant, but like you're here to like you're like you already are here. You're at this this level. Right. Slaughterhouse didn't need a sign to to shady. Right. So since they did, it was basically for you to take and elevate their star status. Like every every one of them had a cult following already. Joe had a huge following. The first album had a, a cult the following. First Slaughterhouse. Yeah. The next day they came out. Yeah, dude, that shit was nice. So I don't know what went wrong. It's it's, it's unfortunate that it did because I mean. If you look at these guys on paper again, it's a, it's a strong team, you know? super strong. Like, and I mean, they I mean, not even on paper on wax, it's documented how dope of a team they were as a foursome, right? Do you think maybe there was some jealousy involved in that with them? With Eminem? Oh, I think I talked. Not. I think I've discussed this. Eminem doesn't want these rappers who are fucking rapping their ass off, who can probably rap. Like, I will say that Joe can rap is a better rapper than Eminem. Royce is probably a better rapper than most of Eminem's catalog other than the first two albums. Uh, and I would say that, that Royce's development happened a little later without him. Right. Right. Um, and like Joel is not – Joel once in a – I would probably – you know, if you show me a Joel verse and an M verse once in a – it would probably go either way once in a while, you know? Yeah. So he doesn't want these motherfuckers who are rapping around his ass like – literally considered super lyrical when he was supposed to be considered super lyrical do you think maybe there's some jealousy i think there are multiple uh levels to this basically like number one i feel like he wanted to get back to his bad meets evil 2 thing with royce and royce's time was taken up by slaughterhouse and he couldn't do it with both and i think he wanted to put more energy into his music still without putting more energy into other people's music like it's it's selfishness dude i'm telling you it's selfishness i believe he's a selfish artist and people can disagree i know there's a lot of eminem stands and we've spoken about this so much that we don't need to go much further i I know he told me (laughs) yo bro fuck out of (laughs) here like i'm sorry that shit ain't that don't fly with me like that's some selfish shit like artist wise his first two albums dope but like afterwards if you look at objectively with what he's tried to to do with certain people like he's now he's 0 for 2 b12's first album was dope yeah none of the slaughterhouse's first album on shady was not yeah and now there's a shelved album. So what the fuck? Like his 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 track record it speaks for itself. Proof's in the pudding or the pie or whatever fucking cake you want to put it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hungry. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. It's unfortunate. Well, I know we've we spoken about M's enough on this fucking podcast where, like, you would think we were stands, but no, not really. I just like to talk about, like, what I feel like in terms of, like, the music business's development and, like, certain people who are highly coveted that, like, people aren't objective about when they speak about them. You know, like, that last album wasn't fucking good. Yeah. They're, like, living on their, their hit in the past, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, literally, like, it's funny because we were talking about how history is lost on people, but sometimes it's selective to the point where it's not the the present isn't it is lost. Yeah. Right. Like you're so your views so distorted because of what you remember them doing. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that nostalgia power is huge. So it is what it is. Um, outside of that, did you listen to uh, anything new that came out this week? Mm. No, the game, I listened to the, the Benny. I listened to the be- game. Yeah, he or not, not new album, new uh, song. He, uh, I'm just looking at it right now. He freestyled over. Oh, he actually did freestyle over a few beats. Uh, like yesterday, I think, and um, I forget where who what a uh, radio show. I'm gonna watch it later. Um, no, I listened to some of the the Benny. Yeah, I listened to that too. Did you hear the new Drake tracks? 
uh, with no. uh, no, I didn't hear him either. I we we haven't done none of our fucking homework for music this week. <laughs> I just been honestly like, what have I been listening to? Um, I don't know. I just been kind of like, kind of shuffling it and just fucking with what's what what it, the made for you section on Spotify. And let me get let me tell you Spotify. Some of that shit ain't made for me, <laughs> motherfucker. Like I'm like yo, and now not even that. Like can we talk up? <sighs> fucking <sighs> so. I got beef with the shark song. <laughs> I don't know the song. Like, right, I don't even know the song, but I know the song, right? And the issue comes into play when my beautiful girlfriend and her beautiful nieces and nephews play with... They allow them to play with their phones, which in itself is not something I'm fucking with. Like, that, we don't do that around here. You ain't playing with my phone. But if they want to let them Stop play... with playing on my phone. Right. Like, that ain't how that works. But if they want to allow them to play with their phone, that's fine. That's cool. I don't... It's your phone. However, me and my girlfriend here, uh, I... It's my Spotify account. I'm just going to say it, right? Which is fine. I don't mind using it. Once in a while, there's, there's a, oh, y'all kick me off my Spotify. That's fine. But, but the problem comes into play when you start pl- picking whack-ass songs, right? Like Baby Shark. And now that's in my recommended. When I go to my fucking made for use, Baby yeah. Shark's in the middle of my like mob deep and like Nipsey Hustle moment. Like it's what like the a, fuck? Think of it as like a, a palate cleanser. <laughs> no, it's bullshit. It's, dude, I fucking hate it. Like it's so cheery. It's so happy. Like fuck that Baby Shark, dude. <laughs> Listen, but you see that shit? You see how stupid that song is and how mad it gets you when you hear it? But how it blew up everywhere? Just because... Fuck that goddamn shark. Because we don't like it doesn't mean we shouldn't create it. Proof is in the pudding. So what, we're going to create baby baby gorilla? Not We're not going to just steal their song. Like, Listen, Why not? people who make like children's songs. They don't give a flying fuck about this music, but they know that it's going to attract... I don't know, man. It takes a certain type of person to sing baby shark. Everybody. Was it a child? you hear it? <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. But yeah, you know, that's the problem with like those type of like uh the algorithms that are involved with these social media streaming things whatever like the ne- the Netflix of the world and all that cuz once somebody starts watching certain things, now these are in your recommendeds and you're like I didn't watch that. Netflix is the worst at that. They're like, "Oh, because you watched this movie, here are some things that no, what the fuck? Like none of these things First of all, you have like a 10% on Rotten Apples, like yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, whatever. No. Dude, there's so much fluffer on fucking Netflix. It's like, God damn, by the time I pick something, I don't even want to watch it. I'll just, that's later. Yeah. I think my, my Netflix sessions, if I'm not turning on like The Office, literally are me just chilling, looking what's on Netflix. Oh, that looks good. Next. Oh, I got to watch that later. Whoops. Yeah. Next. I never watch anything. <laughs> I never watch a fucking thing. It it's the always the. I usually just always go to the office. I watched this movie the other day, um, mid nineties. It's a Jonah Hill. He. he oh, that's on there. Yeah. Oh, I, I no, got no, it. No, it's on. It's on Prime. Oh. It got. It got a. It's got pretty good reviews, right? It's. It's like a weird movie in a way. It's so coming of age. The kid. Yeah, pretty much. Like the kid's like 13, 14 year old. The, the main character. Uh, he has an older brother. They're like a white family. You know, his brother has. Jordans and rap music all over his walls, or whatever. Like same shit. Every, pretty much everybody did back then. Uh, and then, like he's feeling like, like a. Not me. I got my first pair of Jordans in junior year of high school. Them bitches were half off. <laughs> well, anyway, his older brother was. Older than him. Um, so he's like feeling like lost or un, 
undervalued in life, and he comes across these. You're kids. like twelve. You only know your parents. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so they're in California. Uh, he like makes friends with some skateboarding crew. Um, they introduce him to a lifestyle of drugs and sex and what have you. And uh, so, yeah, it's a comedy. It's like dramedy. It's like a, yeah, a dramedy is a good way to sum that up. Okay. Is that a word? Is that a term that we just make that up? Should that be the name of this episode? Fuck it. I was thinking about it. It's either proof in the pie. It might be a proof of pie pudding cake. I don't know. Okay. Dramedy. So, <laughs> snack packs, right? Snack pack. You're the coolest. You're the coolest. <laughs> you could take the mucus queen. I want her. <laughs> okay. She came too. Nudie Magazine Day. Nudie Magazine Day. Yeah, there are certain things that I quote from that movie all the time. Dude, shampoo is better. No, conditioner is better. What are you looking at, Swan? He was like, he was like, actually, I got this shirt from Frank. See? And he lifted it, and Frank had his name on the inside. <laughs> Such a good fucking movie, man. Uh, Billy Madison, for those of you who are not quite on billy uh, madison pulling up in his fucking 78 or whatever trans am (laughs) fucking blasting rock and roll in the mid 90s when everybody was listening to fucking uh hootie and the blowfish and sugar ray and then what time period that car was still he he came in that fucking jean jacket and just stood against the car like and then O'Doyle came by. <laughs> no, I will not have sex with you. He'll learn, people. <laughs> He'll learn. This fucking old delinquent motherfucker. <laughs> that was a crazy ass motherfucker. I'll tumble for you. <laughs> oh, man, now we're just getting goofy. Yeah, I think. For sure. I think we've covered everything. <laughs> <Pretty> much, <yeah. laughs> Most things that didn't need to be covered either. There's, there's nothing, well, a lot. Like me last night, dude. It was warm. I had the fucking windows open and the, and the ceiling fan going. Man, talk about a great night. I almost fell asleep in two awkward-ass positions before I actually made it to the pillow. <laughs> like, I laid across the bed, and it was like five minutes later. I was like, oh, shit, I got to get up. <laughs> it's going to be a stiff back in the morning. Oh, man. Hell, yeah. Right, so, Hell, yes. You know, you've heard enough of us this week. We haven't given you anything important. Uh, Something's <laughs> wrong with Joe Medulla Oblongata. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's Medulla Oblongata, but that's how he said it in the movie. And it's also a different movie. What a boy. Oh, Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm fucking done. Coach Klan? <laughs> uh, so, Coach Klan says... <laughs> Shout out slash opposite shout out to Dave. Word up, word up. Feel better, Penny, homie. Penny. Um, <laughs> and then opposite shout out to Glenn. O S G. Yeah. Be on the lookout for more. Look out for those Q-Line shirts. Case on excitement. <laughs> uh, this has been episode 48. Sorry to waste your time. <laughs> you heard? <laughs> if you like, go ahead and uh, hit that subscribe button. Tell your people. Um, other than that, man, I'm your host, Adam, here with my brother, Osama. And for Stacks, who ran away to go lay down, I assume. And our MIA homie, Dave. Yes, right. For the representation of the man who would be sitting right here to the left of me. Yes. Uh, we will holler at y'all next week. Later, y'all. Peace.